From the beginning of recorded time, men have been seeing unexplainable things in the sky. Are we alone in the universe? In, in, in the universe? We have not been hiding anything. The, hiding anything. The, Alright, what's up guys? What's going on, Orfam? Well, we're back. Ryan and JT. That's right, guys. We're here. The Horror Chronicles is here. Yeah. For now, until they get freaking, you know. <laughs> until they kick us off. They oh beam God. us up and then they mm. throw us. Well, we might. With, with tonight's episode, that might just happen. Well, that's no different than any episode. Yeah. <laughs> so tonight we're talking about aliens. Uh, we've got on online and found some cool videos of different UFO encounters or sightings, however you want to put it. And uh, tonight we're going to talk about some of that. But we're uh, we actually got uh, a lot of our videos from was it AFO? AFO, yeah. We, so we got to give a shout out to AFO Go on uh, YouTube. Go check out their channel, man. Go They've got some channel. cool stuff, man. Cool stuff. But uh, but yeah. So uh, we're gonna get into that momentarily. Yes, 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 yes. So we're uh, so right now. What the hell have you been doing? Me, I just you know other than rolling FedEx trucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, baby. Hey, it wasn't me. Damn, we should have put that video in here. <laughs> this is what it happens. Was, when, uh, this is what happens when aliens. Pretty crazy. When aliens probe you. <laughs> fucking, dude, I worked with a guy at the fucking tire shop one time and. One of his things that he would always say to a customer about road hazard is, so he said, road hazard will cover everything. I don't care if aliens come down and shoot out your tire with their ray gun. I'm going to cover it. Oh, Jesus. Yes. So maybe that's what happened to your driver. Right. That's probably what happened. <laughs> Alien came down and shot out his tire. We'll blame, we'll blame that. That sounds yeah. like something we could tell the insurance company. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't know where you're from, but around here, it's very possible aliens came down. We got aliens. Shot out with a ray gun. Yeah. But anyways, no, nah, man, I've been busy uh, just working, and I've been working on the Jeep and well, cool. I actually uh, built Krista a, uh, she's been wanting like an, a, a raised flower bed, or not flower bed, but garden, like a garden bed thing. So yeah, I yeah, built yeah. her one of those for uh, Valentine's Day. Nice. From nice. my own two hands. Here you go, honey. You get to go to work for VD. Yeah, not no freaking, uh, not no freaking, uh, you know, store bought. Oh, speaking of that. Build by numbers. Look at my little guy that Ryan gave me. I don't know if you can. <laughs> It's a dragon. Seen, get it's your a dragon. Mind, get your minds out of the gutter. It's a dragon. Jeez, guys. Get that close. Yeah. <laughs> dragon. If you're just listening to this, you got to go over our damn YouTube page. Yeah, you'll have to check out, out that. We're not yeah, going to tell you what it is. Uh, it's you're bizarre. Gonna, you're going to check it out. Bizarre. But anyways, yeah, man, just doing that. He comes in and he says, hey, I got some D&D stuff. <laughs> I didn't know it was DMB. <laughs> Dicky balls. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty rough, man. Pretty uh, rough. But no, man, just the new net, you know, living a dream, writing, uh, doing a little stuff for, for this episode, and this one's <laughs> going to be interesting, man. There's a lot of crap going on. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, there's a lot of cool stuff going on in the media and the government. You know, of course, we talked about weeks and weeks and maybe even months or years ago. Um, maybe it just seems that long. Uh, we talked about this, you know, oversight committee and what they have got going on. And, you know, uh, if you didn't see any of that footage, it was very, uh, very enlightening. Um, this is interesting. Our government knows what's going on and they won't tell us, uh, go figure. Uh, you know, well, the question about it is really, it's like, what is going on? It's either they it's either they know that something's going on or they're trying to distract from something else that's going right, on. Right. But this is the simple fact that could they, be both. Yes, hundred percent. The simple fact that they took the time to have a, a committee hearing and all this stuff and do all this on the news and whatnot. I mean, it, it's telling, you know. Right. And then you oh, have yeah. these people coming yeah. out talking about it and uh some of them very credible, some of them not, but I mean you know, it's a kind of... Some of them are idiots. Some of them aren't. We're all idiots in our own way. <laughs> but, uh, but no, you know, it's very interesting, the fact that um, they're finally talking about that stuff. And I mean, you know, honestly, before we get into some of these videos, we're going to watch the stuff and go over. Um, you know, 
I was thinking when we were going to do this episode, like, because you're a science guy, so... JT, the science guy. JT probably knows more than that science guy. Uh, uh, maybe. <laughs> it's anyway, kind of weird. Anyways, uh, no. So, f- from what you're... From what you... Uh, your, I don't know, knowledge or just the way you think about things, what do you think is more probable? The fact that a UFO or whatever you want to call it comes from outer space somewhere, light years and light years away, takes so long to get here, blah, blah, or that there's more of a portal type thing of that opens up. Um, a break in time or whatever you want to call it. So, you know, I've been fascinated with science and space my whole life. And, you know, I look at, it's really hard to look at space with our intellectual level because space is so vast. It takes tens of thousands of light years to travel anywhere. You know, even our nearest star, not counting our sun, but the, our next closest neighbor is uh, is 4.6 light years away. Uh, 4.6 light years, that's like almost 6 trillion miles. For us, at current technology, to be able to travel that far, it's, it, I, I think I remember I calculated it was like somewhere around 130,000 years is what it would take for us to get there. That's crazy. That's insane. When when you think about it as time. So in my mind, and science has worked on this, and they theorized that, uh, that you can actually warp space and time and create essentially a wormhole. Um, basically what they, what they theorize is, is if, if you can travel fast enough, you can almost bend space. Mm-hmm. You got to imagine it like a piece of paper. If it, to get from one end of the paper to the other would take a long time. But if you fold that paper in half, it's instantaneous to get from one end to the other. Right. And so there's a big theory about this space time continuum or something i don't really know the flux capacitor uh, yeah uh you know if if we can actually warp space and we do know that space will warp because we've we've actually been able to see that around the edges of black holes um if you look at a black hole uh and i'm not talking about your butt hole i was gonna say baby watch out <laughs> if you look at a black hole Mad Chinese last night. you can see the space around the black hole warping uh black holes are extremely dense and extremely heavy and if you could look at them on a plane <laughs> I don't go, people are not an airplane <laughs> but if you could look at them on a straight plane you would actually see that the plane would would fold in the center where the black hole is so we know that it's theoretically possible. Um, of course, our brains cannot comprehend that kind of thing or create something that could do that. Or can we? That's what I was going to say. I'm, um, I'm more along the lines of humans are a lot more special than we think. Oh, we're special. They right. just, they just, put us, yeah, they just put us freaking. They make us think that we're not. That's the way I look at it. I think it's. I think there's a lot more to it than. So what are you say. saying? Is it society as a whole, or the government, or a combination of both I that is holding every, us back? It's everything. I think the fact that, um, you know, we say the government, and it's like, what do you mean by government? Because we all know that our government <laughs> is not going to get capability to do anything. But what I'm getting at is, is that. There's some people who... I did not have sexual relations <laughs> with that alien. <laughs> well, it was blue. Well, you never mind. Evidently, you've never seen Spli- or Spice or Splice. What is it called? Splice, <laughs> like, yeah. 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 But no, um, what I was saying is, is like, I think that we let ourselves get distracted so much anymore that we're not connected the way we used to be. We talked about this before. Yeah. yeah. And I think that, in all honesty, we look at it from different you can look at it at different ways. Like we're talking about UFOs now, but if you look at it like in the paranormal world, 
you know, if you're in a group full, if you're with a group of people who really believe and who really think that something can happen, they may make that happen. Group think. Right. Now, if you agree with a group of people who like are just like, what's going on on Twitter right now? Like, you're probably not going to right. have right. that. Your brain power, I believe that human mind is what, you know, can make that shit function, make it happen, you know, that we have the power there. Yeah. Um, yeah, group think, mass hysteria. Uh, those are all things that can happen. And, you know. Excellent segue. That's an excellent segue <laughs> into the story we're getting ready to talk about. Now, we're not going to spend the whole episode talking about this story because so many people have talked about it. Right. Uh, we just had to bring it up. We've got a lot of, lot of uh, well, I'll just say it. we got a lot of shit to get through tonight. <laughs> and uh, so we're going to get started. So what we're going to start on here is we're going to talk about the aerial school UFO incident. <clears throat> Uh, now, this incident occurred on September 16th of 1994. And what, pray tell, is September 16th of 1994? The aerial school UFO incident? No, that was my, tw <laughs> <laughs> no, that was my 23rd birthday. Look at you. Yeah. Uh, you did But it. anyway, September 16th, 1994, there was a UFO sighting, not just one, but numerous sightings, Outside uh, Ruwa, Zimbabwe, 62 pupils at the aerial school aged between 6 and 12 said that they saw one or more silver craft descend from the sky and land on a field near their school. Now, what's interesting about this, there's a lot of interesting about this, and that's why we're talking about it. Uh, so you have all these kids from the school. And yes, there's more than 60 kids in the school, but there were a bunch of kids out on the playground because it was recess time. And several of these children claimed to have seen what looked like some sort of silvery saucer shaped, woo, silvery saucer shaped. Silvery saucer shaped. Sally sells she shells on the seashore. Uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway, they saw this uh, silver saucer shaped. <laughs> God, I can't, man, try and say that three times. Uh, anyway, it <laughs> it descended from the. That's going to be a new lunatic song here, yes. pretty soon. Uh, it descended from the sky and landed in a field right outside their playground. Well, it was outside the school property, but the school is in. Right. Well, it's in Zimbabwe, so I've never been there, so I don't really know. But I've seen footage, so I do know. Um, the school is surrounded by woods and fields and stuff, and there were numerous accounts from these children that claimed they had seen this, you know, anomaly. And uh, several children claimed to have actually seen a being or beings come out of these spacecraft and talk to them. Yeah, so they were all dressed in, in black. Now, they didn't talk to them. They telepathically communicated with them. They telepathically communicated with them. We are. Do we put the pathetic and telepathic? <laughs> we do. We put the tele... Yeah, whatever. Yeah, what, what he said. said. What, what he said. said. Uh, so, it it's crazy. This, this story was dubbed the most remarkable close encounter of the third kind of the 1990s. Uh, there are several people out there that have looked at the story, some professional, some not professional, and claimed yes. that it was a form of mass hysteria. Um, I don't know that I agree with that, and the reason why is we're going to go through some of this footage here and let you uh, let you hear from the doctor. There was a uh, doctor from Harvard University that went out there, John Mack, and interviewed these kids, and he didn't just interview them as you know while they were children. He went back years later and talked to them again. All these kids had very similar stories about this incident. And 
you know, you look at that and you think, okay, a bunch of kids, you know, one kid says, Hey, I saw a flying saucer over there. Well, you would believe that maybe two or three other kids would jump on board and say, or maybe 10 would jump on board and say, yeah, I saw that too. I saw, but we're talking 62 children claim to have seen the same thing. And when they separated these kids and started doing interviews with them, it was all their accounts of it were eerily similar. So, you know, you're talking six to 12 year old kids are not going to be able to now, like if Ryan and I wanted to fucking lie to you fuckers about a bunch of shit, like we, do we could time. get our shit together and tell you uh, some blatant <laughs> ass fucking story. But we're talking about six to twelve year old children. Well, not only that, but they're not they're not American kids, so they're not no, little they're not little no. lying assholes. <laughs> <laughs> America, <laughs> fuck yeah. Uh but uh so I personally don't believe in the whole mass hysteria aspect of this story. I do believe in mass hysteria. I just don't believe that that's what happened here. Correct. Correct. Yeah. I so. mean, it's um, a situation where <coughs> you got to think um, for children of these ages to come up with this story and all of them. Like it, you remember the, the the game telephone. So by the time you remember that game, no. So you sit in a circle. <laughs> one person, was there jerking involved? No, there's no. a joint. Uh, no, but uh, no, you sit in a circle. I tell you a, a sentence. You tell the next person. You gotcha. It, yeah. By the time it, it by gets, time it gets back to you, it is nothing near what you it, said. It's completely different. Yeah, I have heard about that. So. With these kids, you would figure some of it, it, it would not keep its structure as a as right. a story of what happened. And what's interesting is, is when you watch interviews with these kids as adults, they're still telling the same story. And these kids, when they were given these interviews, you could tell that they were scared to death. You know, right. so these kids saw this stuff. And. You know, they told their teachers, and their teachers just kind of blew it off because, of course, none of the adults saw it. So these kids went home and told their parents. Well, then the next day, a bunch of the parents showed up at the school, and I mean, I would, too. I'd be like, look, what the fuck did you do to my kid? You know, mm -hmm. why is my kid coming home telling me that there's aliens and they're probing their butt? What's going on? What's going on here? Um, so... The BBC got involved in this. Uh, so, like I said, this happened in September. Uh, the There was a correspondent from the BBC that visited the school three days later on the 19th uh, to film interviews with the kids. Uh, after investigating this incident, this guy uh, stated, you know, I could handle war zones, but I could not handle this. Uh, he visited the school on the 20th of September and, uh, oh, there was a different, different, uh, correspondent visited on the 20th of September. And this woman interviewed some of the children and asked them to draw pictures of what they had seen. Uh, she reported that the children all told her the same story Which that video. and a lot of the, a lot of the images and stuff are a lot of the, the drawings that they drew are very similar. Well, in November, this, uh, Harvard university professor, uh, and this is, this guy is a Pulitzer prize winning author. His name is John Mack. He visited the school to interview some of these kids. And, uh, he interviewed them several times throughout the nineties. Uh, let's go over and we're going to pull in some of this info so that you can, uh, hear it and see it for yourself. So if you're not on the YouTube stream, you won't see the video, of course, cause you're not on the YouTube, Duh. but, uh, but if you want to see Which some, you should of, be. if you want to see some of this video, just head over to YouTube, um, uh, and just punch in horror chronicles and you'll, uh, it'll take you right to us. So here we go. Both of them were running. One was running um, in the trees, and the other one was running, running across the ship. Because mm -hmm. there were also trees here. Mm -hmm. 
the eyes were were like more pointed as they came in toward the center of the yes. head, is that? No, more circular. And this was all black. All black. Now you so made pupils. Did they actually have pupils or like white? What? The pupils were white like that. And you saw white in the center? Yes, like that. Mm -hmm. Was he near the, uh, the silver object or was he far? No, on top. On top of the silver yes. object. Okay. And um, did you look at him? Yes. Did he look at you? Yes, then he gave me the creeps, then I stopped looking. Gave you the creeps. Actually, in your drawing, you showed him standing up, didn't you? Yes, I had to draw him standing up because I couldn't draw him sitting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's just crazy when when you hear from these kids and they, they're all drawing these pictures. Every one of them is very similar. Mm -hmm. They talk about the eye structure and, you know, different things and... I, it, it's it's crazy. <clears throat> what I thought was maybe the, the world's gonna end. Maybe they're telling us the world's gonna end. Um, well, why do you think they might want us to be scared? <clears throat> because um, we maybe because we never we don't look after the planet um the area properly. Mm-hmm. And. Let me, this is, is this an idea that uh, you have had before that we don't look after the planet properly in the air, or did this idea come to you when you had this experience? When I had this experience. Mm -hmm. And how did that idea come to you from this experience? This is a little hard, but try, try to be with me here, okay? When you, how did this idea come to you when you had this experience? <clears throat> I just felt all horrible inside. You felt horrible. At what point did you feel that? When you saw the craft or at, when you got home at night? Or? When I got home. You had that horrible feeling when you got home. Yes. And say more about that horrible feeling, Lisa. What was it like? It was like in the world, all the trees will just go down and and there will be no air and people will be dying. Mm -hmm. And those thoughts came to you. Had you had those thoughts before this experience? No. No. And did. How did those thoughts come to you? Did they come to you from the craft or from... From the man. The man. And the man, did the man say those things to you? Uh, how did he get that across to you? Well, he never said anything. It's just that the face is the eyes. What, what was the sense you got from those eyes? He was interested. I saw only evil. Do what? He said, we see through eyes. I saw only evil. Yeah. <laughs> what I saw in that boy's eyes was <laughs> purely evil. Evil. Sorry, guys. You know us. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it's so, kind of cool. Uh, I, uh, how do you, how do you even talk to a child about something like this? See, and you know, the, the thing, um, so the thing you got to understand too is where these children live at. Right. So they're in Zimbabwe, Africa. When they're, they get a completely different, um, upbringing and I'm sure they're, they're being taught completely differently than, than, you know, people in a, in a first world country or whatever, like, um, I, w I would say they probably get taught to take care of their land a lot better. Right. So would you, th would you think that these aliens or this UFO, whatever you want to call them, would you think they would want, they would go there because they know that these people potentially will listen and children are more, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? open-minded to say this to, to I, I guess is I, yeah or, I, or yeah you know they're yeah. more susceptible to be able to take that their mind's not so blocked right, right. so maybe if they're tell even if they're like if they're telepathic 
as an adult, you may shut that down. Right. And they can't right. get into your psyche. But as a child, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. <clears throat> you're right. All right. Hold on just a minute. All right. So let's uh let's watch this little video here about this uh professor. Something scared you, is that right? Yes. What what scared you? The noise. What noise? The noise that we heard in the air. You heard a noise in the yes. air? What was it like? Like a roar or a buzz or a hum or what kind of a noise? It was like someone was blowing a flute. It was scaring myself. It was scary because you saw something yourself? Yes. Mm -hmm. I saw little object hovering. It was quite big actually, and then there was little ones all around it. We saw something silver, and then we quickly ran to the to the logs, and we saw a silver, silver thing, and we saw a man standing next to it. What was it? Did it feel like when he was looking at you? I felt scared. It it felt scared. What was scary about it? Well, I felt scared because I've never seen such a person like that before. Did you see the eyes? What did they look like? They were um, going like that. Where was the pointy part? Was the pointy part in here or was the pointy part out there? Up there. Yeah. See, all these kids are describing the same the thing. You looked at the eyes. Um, it was scary. Mm hmm. And what? Scary, why? What made it scary? The eyes looked evil. Evil? Mm -hmm. And what was evil about them? Say what you mean by evil. <clears throat> it, uh, it looked evil because it was just staring at me. With what? Staring at you as if what? As if to do what? As if it wanted to come and take us. As if it wanted to come and take you. That was the feeling you got? That it wanted you to go with it? Did you feel like you wanted to go with it? No. Did you feel, what was the effect on you when, when you felt it wanted to have you go with it? Huh? I just um, walked away and I started crying. Man, how, how horrifying for a kid. Right. You know, to, to, you know, you're at school, you're supposed to, feel, well, I mean, we've had a lot of issues here lately, especially in this country, you know, about, you know, you're at school, you should feel safe. Uh, you go out for recess, and all of a sudden, here comes, you know, Paul the alien to, <laughs> to try <laughs> to try and uh, try and take you somewhere. Um, it, it's it's very crazy. Uh, these kids, like I said earlier, these kids were horrified. You know, I mean, I'm just absolutely horrified. And some of the teachers talked about it too, about what, uh, you know, what had happened, you know, like all these kids came running down, um, to tell them that they had, you know, what they, they had see. seen and stuff. And, uh, I, it, well, here's a little short clip of, of the teachers here. They came running up here in such a panic. And, I mean, even if we had staged it, they could not have run all together like that. Even if we practiced it, I don't know how many times. <laughs> that they came up here like a living snake. And they just came, we were in a staff meeting, and we just heard them screaming, screaming, ah, and then they were here, you know. And a child can't make that up. <laughs> I was very skeptical in the beginning as well. Um, I believed that they'd seen something, but I wasn't prepared to accept that it was anything supernatural or anything like that. But I think the consistency of, of what's been going on indicates that it was more than I was prepared to admit in the beginning. I, I mean, my question is, surely there's got to be teachers who who's seen it. Yeah, as far as I know from, you know, the little bit of research I did on the story, that none of the teachers saw this, but it, it kind of begs the question of 
how did none of the teachers see this? Were there not any adults out there with these kids? Now, from what I hear, these kids had, had moved away, not moved away, but they had, uh, they had went to like the edge of the playground to an area they really weren't supposed to be. Right. But they were still on school property. Um, and that's when they saw this stuff. Uh, there was a, there was an interview, which I didn't pull this in, but there was an interview from two of the girl, the little blonde girl, Emma, that we heard from and her friend. Oh, what was her friend's name? But anyway, they were standing in the playground and both looked over and they could see flashing lights like down by the ground. And so they had walked over to see what, what was going on. And then a bunch of other kids had walked over there and, and apparently there were, we know there was an account of at least one UFO there, but there's also been stories from other children that they had seen too. Now, you look at that and you think, okay, you can't believe everything a kid says. We're talking 60 kids. <laughs> 60 kids are not going to lie about what they just saw. Right. I, my thing And is, not tell the same story. I, I try to look at everything objectively too. Cause you know, I, don't get it wrong. You guys know, I believe in a lot of this stuff and I 100% do, but I also believe that we should do our due diligence to make sure that, you know, anybody who like, says oh I, there's nothing that's real not blah body blah, blah you you're just not you're just not open-minded and you're not thinking right you should do your research by all means do your research yeah stuff. absolutely you know don't just trust what anyone says always look up for stuff yourself that's why and I definitely do. don't trust what the fuck we say <laughs> no you trust me all the time just don't touch that guy <laughs> trust me i trusted him five years ago and look where i'm at now yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no so I look at these videos. And I'm trying to watch these kids, and you get, you know when you're interviewing people, you can't. It's like the same thing with I, psychics. Everybody's nervous, you know, but you can watch their body language. And you don't lead like you don't lead the don't lead the. I wish they wouldn't lead the kids so much. Right. You know, I could tell some of them were thinking and stuff, and like were like actually thinking about what was going on. But I feel like sometimes they lead with these questions right. and like lead them into a certain direction to talk to, talk oh, about yeah. it, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, but here, uh, this, this last video here is actually of professor John Mack talking about the whole, the whole incident and his interviews with them and stuff. So we'll, uh, listen to what he has to say. And then I'm, we've got some interesting information about him. Uh, describe these experiences or these events like a person talks about something that has happened to them. Uh, and when you're talking with a, a psychotic who's telling you something and it's a delusion and you feel that it really didn't happen, I can tell. I mean, I know this is something that person wants me to believe or they're frightened or they're distorting reality in some way. There's nothing like that here. These are people of sound mind by and large. Uh, telling me something that's very, they know that I might think they're crazy and so they're a little concerned about telling me and and they, they're very full of questioning themselves and doubt and I mean the way, and then they describe something very real and intense, a light or something happened to their body or it's the whole quality of the way they talk about it is the way a person talks about experience that, that happened to them. Yeah, so I mean, this guy is credible. He knows what he's talking about. He's been a professor for Harvard for years. Uh, interesting thing. Well, it's not interesting. It's kind of sad. Um, so this this whole incident occurred, you know, around the end of 1994, uh, and Professor John Mack was actually strangely killed by a drunk driver just a couple of years later. Mm. Um, I, well, I'll be honest. I, I, I don't remember how much long, uh, how much later it was, but unfortunately he, you know, he's gone. 
but they've went back and they've interviewed some of these kids that they had interviewed in the past. Um, they interviewed them like 20 years later, you know, and of course they're all grown adults and stuff. And some of the interviews that I watched of these kids now that they're older, they're still telling the same story. But what was interesting about them is, is when you're watching these interviews, these, these people are still scared. Mm. You know, you can, you can tell that they don't, I don't know, man. Uh, it's yeah, it's crazy. Well, it's like, uh, they say that whenever you're a lot of stuff is it's important. The events that happen in your childhood have a huge effect on you the rest of your life. Yeah. So yeah. that's just like, you know, so it's like if as much as I don't want to talk about it, but if someone is something happens to a child and it's in a sexual manner. Even it, even yeah. what's what's just say the best case scenario. Let's say you're you're a boy, you're you know 11, 12 years old and you see something and that you know that gets you that gets you where you need to be at. Yeah. If you old. see something, say something. Well, no, no. you say say yeah. <laughs> say say you see something and it you know it 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 it's kind of fucked up but it it affects your psyche to the point where you know you so as you get older you are into that. So you know when something happens and you see it it makes you excited. So the same thing can be said about something that scares you. That's like with people who are afraid of, you know, um clowns. We talked about that the other day. People Don't be clowning. People who are afraid of clowns, people who are afraid of, you know, anything, snakes, something could have happened when they were a kid and the, a snake came and it scared them and that was stuck with them the rest of their life. <clears throat> and then there's also, just because I want to go this direction with it, <laughs> there's also, <laughs> there's also a possibility that these people know that they better tell the same fucking story or they're going to have, what's going to happen to them is going to happen to the fucking same thing that happened to the professor. Right. Well, you, yeah. You know, yeah. um, you just never know. But so my question is for you. Um two two things I wanted to talk to you with you about. So these adults. So none of them seen it. So that begs a, to ask the question of what the hell were they doing? Or well, if they like adults in most schools now. Well, see, we're talking 1994, you know. Right. And not only that, but this is a school, like I say, you know, and this is no, this is by no means downgrading this, this, uh, you know, um, Zimbabwe. This is actually making a positive comment. Yeah. These schools are probably a lot more proper. They're yeah. Probably a lot more, you know, <laughs> guidelines and in the rules. One of the one of the little girls, Emma, as an adult, they were interviewing her. And she said, you know, it was really cool going to the school because, you know, you're in Zimbabwe. So she said, you know, in the morning on your way, on your car ride, on the way to school, you'd be seeing giraffe and all right. kinds of stuff, you know. And so she said, you know, as students, we were outside most of the time. Mm -hmm. You know, they had a lot of classes outside and different things, you know. So we were always seeing these different animals and different stuff but this particular day was see that's, what, and that's the whole thing like so and here's i'm asking i'm i'm just completely asking all the questions i could think of do it you know so like if they none of these adults seen anything so what the hell are they doing yeah or are I these kids know. or are these kids making it up but then you go like okay well if they're making it up how are all of them keeping their story together right um and then you go back to the part of what I said earlier about how children are more susceptible to seeing things and just like, you know, mm -hmm. their minds are more yeah. open. Yeah. So was this something that only certain that only these certain children could see because that's right. what they wanted. Right. That's who they want to see. Well, it, and you know, what I question is, is the time frame here. How long of a period of time did this happen? Incident. You right. know, was right. this incident just 
a couple seconds? Was it a couple minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes? You from know? what I'm hearing from the, from the interviews, it sounds like it was fairly quickly. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like it was long enough for these kids to be like, oh shit, I see something. They telepathically communicate with the kids for a good minute and the kids are like, fuck this. And they ran. Right. That's kind of what it sounds like. But did anybody see these, you know, craft actually leave? I'm not, I'm not sure. Right. I'm really not sure. Now I've, I've, I've watched a documentary on this and a bunch of different things. In fact, that's where some of this footage came from. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Very interesting story. Very interesting story. So uh, if you guys want to look more into this, uh, this is the aerial school uh, UFO incident. And uh, there's a lot of info out there on it. There's a lot of misconception on it, too. Right. So, so there's something to look at. But yeah, yeah wow. kind of cool. All right. So we're going to move on here. But uh, we. Uh, so, like I said, a lot of this footage that's coming up now is uh, public footage. Um, we actually got this from a uh, page on YouTube. Uh, it's a, a AFO. channel called uh, AFO. And go check them out. Yeah, go over there and check them out. They've got a lot of really cool stuff on there. Um, I just pulled a little bit of their footage. So you will hear uh, on some of this footage, you will hear their people talking over the footage. And we'll try not to talk over it. Uh, we have no rights to this. Uh, we're not making money off of this by no means. Uh, we just wanted to disperse, put, you know, put some of their footage out for our listeners to see. And if you're interested in their stuff, you can go over to their YouTube page. Like I said, it's AFO and uh, see a lot more. Uh, we just pulled some little short clips out of there. So here we go. Recorded from a doorbell camera in Sunrise, Florida, three lights float as more or less an equilateral triangle before separating. What is assumed to be the same event by a different witness was also captured. You cannot tell me. That is fucking cool, dude. By speeding the footage up, the synced and fluid motion between the objects becomes even more apparent. It almost looks as if they are attached together in some way. They make an almost perfect rotation as one. crazy uh very cool footage out there um now that one was actually caught on a ring doorbell camera uh there's uh there's so much out there uh here is now. <laughs> yeah uh for you guys just listening what we were watching was uh footage from a ring doorbell camera it's three lights in the sky in perfect unison and you can watch them go across the sky, and it actually even turns. Uh, it's kind of like they're tethered together somehow. Um, yeah, like the old stripper shows. Yeah, the yeah. They were pole dancing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Somebody taking a piss? <laughs> See, so like this one here, same thing, triangle, yeah. three dots. This, this one's, one's got, got a red, red light right in the middle of it. So I'm wondering what the hell that is. And these lights are a lot brighter, it seems. Yeah. And you can yeah. actually see like a, ma a mask. Well, and they got a better picture of it. it this is, you know, can't actual camera footage of this one. Um, but even it, you know, it's rotating and, you know, tethered together the whole time. Very interesting. Let's see. Let's move on to this one. Oh, now this I've seen before. Uh, just an anomaly uh, up in the sky. Uh, it's really crazy. It's it's almost like there's a spotlight above the cloud moving around. Yeah. 
Sorry about all the wind noise. Not a UFO, but some great footage of a meteorological phenomenon known as a crown flash. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, now they call this a crown flash, but it's it's very hard to not look at that and think that there's something going on there. Thor's up there kicking ass. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah, very interesting footage. So let's move on, moving on, moving on. Now this one was kind of cool. Uh, almost looks like a, could be a drone almost. Yeah, but I don't know. That's an awful big drone. Pretty cool. I mean, though. if that's what it is, you know, that's that's pretty crazy looking. Oh, I see that the end there kind of scene coming through from the front of the trees there. Right. Footage of a U.S. military certified UFO was released at the Senate hearings earlier this year. Mm -hmm. They don't know what the object is or what it could be. Top of the screen, there it goes, and then the camera will slew to follow it. You'll see it pop in and out of the field of view there. Yeah, this is crazy. It looks like a freaking all bearing flying through the event from air. Some years ago. U.S. intelligence states that over 50% of UFO witness reports from aviation employees are of the metallic orb class. Interesting. Now, could that be a balloon? A handful of sightings Maybe. struck me as similar. Yeah, it definitely looks like the same thing. That's crazy. And then, like, so it's for people just listening, there's like, it's like a metal ball bearing kind of, and all of a sudden it's just like there and it's, it's just gone. It, just yeah, it just bis disappears. Like, it it disappears. <laughs> bis. Oh, bis. 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 Uh, let's see what this one is here. Oh yeah, this is just there's no uh no audio on this, but what they're doing is is they're showing uh a satellite image and on the satellite image on the horizon of the earth there are five looks like I I don't I don't really know what that is. And almost when you look at it it looks like a segmented caliper. Yeah, caterpillar, yeah, you know, or something. Clappler. Calopler. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, I'm not really sure what this is. Now, and and we've talked about this before. Doesn't Starlink look something similar to that? I think so, but Possibly. I think it's more of uh when it's taking off, it looks like that. Okay. Okay. Like you see the light the ball the ball's light behind it yeah it, i'm not quite sure what it looks like in the once it's set yeah this is uh yeah i don't, I don't know it's uh interesting it's definitely uh something It's like, it's a, that's like it's just a little kid shooting a BB gun up at the camera. <laughs> shooting a BB gun at the camera. Yeah, and this was like a metallic ball that was caught on a satellite image over a road. Interesting. Yeah, crazy. So, you know, but, uh, I think that <clears throat> who really know this, and this is what's cool about it for me is that. So we've talked about this quite often, how there's no imagination anymore. There's no like, right. there's no mystery. Like everything's right there in front of you. Yeah, yeah. But with this, you know, you. I mean, you can look there. at it and you can be like, "What the hell yes. is that?" Well, you, it's it's like the information's there, but we don't know what that information is. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So that mystery is still there. Of what if? You know what I mean? Um, it's very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. All right, stick with us. We've got a couple more of these to go, and uh, and yeah.
All right. So we've just got a few more of these that we want to want to show you. And uh, then we're going to get to a little interview at the end here. Not us interviewing somebody, but an interview that I pulled that I think everybody needs to hear. So uh, here's this next one. So this was actually a TikTok video that somebody took, and you're going to hear the guy talking about this. But basically what they've done is they've found five spheres. With the understandably frantic and rushed recording job done here, it's easy to miss what was truly impressive about this footage. But what was almost hidden at first is clearly exposed thanks to some great tracking done by QSEC. Look close at the right-hand side of the most predominant UFO. Five less obvious objects can be seen in alignment. They are then seen through the trees and right up until the end of the clip, where they appear to form a V-shape right before flying off. CGI is a possibility here, but OP gives his opinion on why he thinks it's unlikely. Quote, I think CGI can be most likely ruled out here, since several of the UAPs are barely visible through the trees. This is very hard to achieve unless you have the trees as a static front layer. Since the trees are moving and are correctly following camera parallax, the only other option is for manual editing, which is quite hard and doesn't seem to be the case here. The recording job is also not amazing. The camera is spun around and it's hard to tell what to focus on. With most CGI work, subtlety is rare. You usually see everything the creator wanted you to see on the first viewing with little to no obstructions. This footage, however, is quite the opposite. The profile that posted this footage also seems to be a legit personal account who sporadically posts videos of his dogs every few months. It doesn't really make much sense as to why he would randomly create high-quality CGI footage just to leave on a profile he barely pays attention to. Just to reiterate, this doesn't mean the clip is 100% legit, just that these reasons help add to it being authentic. Interesting. Kind of kind of cool. I like, the, I I like the guy's description of that, too, yes, you know. Very much so. I mean, because we all know that, you know, you can, you can manipulate footage and make it really be whatever you want. I mean, even me in my limited capacity can pretty much do whatever the hell I want, you know, <laughs> and I'm very limited at my editing, as you can tell by watching our shows. Look at him. He's very um, limited. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm very limited. <laughs> Let's move on here. Here you can see UFOs pulsing with light and then fading into the darkness. No, it's moving so fast. Like, there's no way I can explain that. Now, I have seen it that before. Like a hospital heart rate monitor in the sky. This is a UFO. Five pulses were recorded before the video ends. I've actually seen something like that myself. Yeah. Oh, actually, in true yeah. life, huh? Yeah. True life. In the real life, yeah. I've actually seen something like that. Uh, the most interesting thing I've ever seen was, and I've I've told this story before, uh, driving down the highway uh, between the town I work in and the town I live in, um, uh, about halfway halfway through, uh, off to the north side of the highway, I saw some sort of triangular craft with uh, with no lights on it. But it was weird. It was like, as I was driving down the highway, I looked off to my right-hand side, and I could see it just above the trees. I couldn't hear anything. I turned the stereo off, and of course, I rolled down the window, but I'm getting air blowing from the highway, you know. Um, I couldn't hear anything, but it was like a black void in the sky mm -hmm. and it was kind of triangular shaped. Uh, I have no idea what that was or if I'm the only one that all that saw it. I don't think so because there was a lot of brake lights going on at that time. But, you know, we are on 44. So, you know, yeah, people, people don't know how to drive. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on here. See, that's the one that I put up on. Yeah, this one's kind of cool. Uh, this okay. is actual footage from a small uh, airplane, like a private airplane. And something flies past them that's 
pretty unexplainable. And the way the the way the guy when he found the video, he slowed it down and he enhanced it, and you know, kind of zoomed in on what was flying by. And it's very uh, yeah, almost looked like a almost looked like a freaking starfish, or not starfish, a freaking um, uh, like a stingray. Stingray. Yeah. That's crazy yeah. looking. Very cool. Pulled from a U.S. news channel, footage of oh, this an object was cool. instantly accelerating over the city of Boston. Okay. Yeah, that was pretty cool. He actually pulled this off of a TV, some TV footage. They were uh, so doing yeah, a skyline video to be a camera glitch that caused the stream to freeze. The explanation was quickly debunked by the uploader who shows us here that the rest of the world is still in motion whilst the UFO is paused. Hmm. Now, like I said, you can do a lot in editing, but I don't know. That's uh, that's pretty cool because it is off an actual news thing. Yeah, that was, you know, somebody's news, like, Somebody watching news on TV and saw that. A viscous smoke-like web moves over a lake in Australia. A convincing explanation is yet to be given. The fuck is Some that? Some dismissed yeah. it as a smudge on a window. Here, I track the position to show the slow distortion slash spread of the formation. <laughs> I told JT it looked like bird shit on a window. Yeah, it, it, it really does. I mean, it looks like... You know, they're maybe recording that through a windshield, and it's like a a splotch of, I don't know, some shit or something on their windshield. But it's... Uh, Interesting. A viscous smoke-like web moves over a lake in Australia. A convincing explanation is... I mean, it's very cool. That, I, I don't know, man. That's hard to, hard to describe. Because right. what's us over here, too? Right. You know? Well, now that you think about it, they're standing somewhere. Yeah, so yeah. It's not like they're behind a big giant panty lot. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, guys, just get online. There is some really cool footage of some of the stuff that, you know, it's the reason why we're so interested in it is because it's unexplainable. You know, it's unidentified. Right. It's that mystery that. Right. But uh, all this evidence is out there, all the stuff's going yeah. on, but no one really knows what the hell really is going on. Right. So what I'm going to leave you with tonight is we had we had talked earlier about the oversight committee and their interview and stuff. And I've got a small snippet of part of that interview, plus another interview with uh, David Grush, who is. Uh, known as the government whistleblower. Um, and it, it's very cool. If you didn't get to see any of that oversight committee footage, you can still find it. It's on YouTube. The government hasn't, <laughs> hasn't taken it down or yeah. anything, but uh, let's just listen to listen to this and I'll let you guys uh, draw your own conclusions here. If you believe we have crashed craft, uh, stated earlier, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? As I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries. Yeah. Um, were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. When you say crash retrieval, what do you mean? Uh, these are retrieving non-human origin uh, technical vehicles, you know, call it spacecraft if you will. Uh, it's probably not the right parlance, but uh, no kidding, non-human, exotic origin vehicles that have either landed or crashed. We have spacecraft from another species. We do, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, he was on Rogan too. He went on Joe Rogan's podcast. We need to get him on here. Fuck. <laughs> That'd cost us a lot of money. 
I just like to go on his show. Yeah. And sniff, sniff oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about Grush. Him. Not Joe Rogan. Yeah, I'm sure he probably fucking. Joe Rogan to be like, fuck you guys. Fuck you little douchebags. Fuck it. You little losers. Penis. Penis, <laughs> penis, penis. penis. Little penis dragon. But, <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, there's so much good footage out there. We, I just pulled a, a few little pieces. Um, actually, want to give a shout out to AFO again. Uh, they did a great job putting a lot of this footage together. Um, I, I love this stuff. Uh, here's my thoughts on it. If you think that, well, you can think whatever you want. Um, I'm going to tell you my, my opinion on it. I, I believe there's something else out there. Uh, we've seen too many strange things that are not possible on earth. Um, you know, we've seen these planes, you know, one of the, one of these guys was talking about, they were talking to, uh, aviation specialist or uh, some military guy. And he was talking about the speed of some of these objects moving and stuff. And they said, you know, that's speeds that we can't obtain in our current technology. And some of the footage they went and analyzed it and there was uh, several pieces of footage but one of them he was talking about this particular object is flying at a rate of 13,000 miles per hour and it makes a 90 degree turn and continues to fly at 13,000 miles per hour we can analyze that we know what speed it's flying at we know for certain that it's flying at this speed. He said, if we had aircraft that could fly at 13,000 miles an hour, we would not be able to make a 90 degree turn. We would have, we would, we would be able to turn at 13,000 miles an hour, but the, it'd be a fucking, the, the loop it would take us to turn 90 degrees would be about the size of the state of Indiana. Right. And this thing, change direction on on a dime and he said there's no way we can do that there's nothing on earth that can do that right yeah man i mean my thoughts on it Crazy. for sure there's definitely stuff out there um i think there's definitely things already here yeah um yeah. i think it just depends on uh you know uh, everyone has the right to believe whatever they want and that's the whole point of this and what's cool about it is there's a lot of evidence out there but what's really cool about it is even though there's all this evidence and all this shit, we don't know what the fuck's going on. We don't. So that's, what's, don't. Cool. that's what's cool about it. But so, guys like us keep pushing the envelope and trying to see as much of this stuff as we can. Trying to figure it out. And uh, I don't know that, that we'll ever figure it out until, yeah. until somebody comes down and says, hey, we're aliens. We've been watching your planet for years. Bend over. It's probing time. So. <laughs> but anyway, guys, anyway. I hope you uh, hope you enjoyed some of that footage. Uh, like I said, if 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 you're not watching the the stream on YouTube, you guys got to go to our YouTube. You guys got to go over there and check it out. Like, um, share, and subscribe, man. It's easy. Uh, and it's free. That's the yeah, and part. it's free. It doesn't cost you a thing. You get to see our beautiful faces plus some of the stupid nonsense we talk about. Helps us out a lot. Um, so you know if 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 you're listening. Thank you so much for listening and being part of the horror fam. Uh, but this particular episode, you really need to watch because there's some stuff on there that you just won't believe it until you see it. Um, and then you may still not believe it, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, you know, check out our website, keep it creepy.com. Go over our TikTok. TikTok. Old Ryan's been uh, busting ass on the TikTok. Check us out. But more importantly, guys, we love you. Thank you for supporting. Absolutely. As always. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, as always, until next time.